Hello, and welcome back to Patrick Screen Tea Podcast. Peach Festival 2023 is coming very soon, so to celebrate, I wanted to dig into the archives to release what I dubbed the mega episode I recorded at Peach Fest 2021. It's one of my favorite yearly events, so I wanted to commemorate it in some way with this podcast. It would indeed take two years before I would get to return to Peach Fest like I feared. I was hospitalized in 2022 and missed it because of a manic episode. Long story for another time. I also missed almost all of Dead & Company's tour last year because of that. I mentioned Skydog Way in this episode, and what I'm referring to is a long walkway between two parts of the festival grounds. It crosses over a county border, so people have to finish their alcohol before crossing to the other side. I wanted to mention that I ate a 1000 milligram edible Nerds Rope with Delta 8 THC, which I bought from a legit vendor, and I felt nothing. Weed is a bit unpredictable with me. I mentioned towards the end that I was on cue the last time I went to Peach Fest. I'm referring to the campsite zones, which are labeled with letters. Feel free to email me your spin on the Patrick Green Tea theme song, and you'll have a chance to be featured in a future podcast episode. The show's email address is patrickscreentea at gmail.com. That's it, and I hope you enjoyed the episode. Good afternoon, but also like morning to you all. It's like 2.30 right now in the morning, and uh, we vibing. I've had a crazy past two weeks, past two days especially, like, it was a whole just stand at this music festival I'm at for Delta ATHC, like, Edibles, pre-rolls, it was crazy. I'm coming down the mountain right now. I was just walking up it just to see what I could see. And uh, it's like sprinkling right now. Luckily, I did keep my umbrella, my backup umbrella in this bag. So I'm good, but... Uh, so this is the Peach Festival. It's been really fun so far. Um, I don't, there's just been so much already. It's only day two. The highlight of today for sure was the, uh, uh, Fillmore East 50th anniversary of its, like, closing show. And these Almond Brothers early, early songs, um, with that many talented guitarists on stage was insane. Taz and, uh, Oh, du- <laughs> Dwayne Betts definitely could uh, hold his own. Uh, that's the son of Dickie Betts, who was the original second guitarist or like rhythm guitarist or whatever for the Allman uh, Brothers band. Yeah. I never knew how much of a. I guess I never realized how much of a. Almond Brothers nerd I am. But it's a cool lore that's very easy to follow, you know. Um, I like band lore and like any sort of like backstory stuff. It's fun. I don't know where I am right now. It's just kind of familiar. I remember kind of being out here when I first came to Peach. 
which was 2019. I don't know why, but just for my phone here, but my phone in my pocket where my sour Mike and Ikes are. So I'm walking around. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of bright lights everywhere, porta potties and stuff. But uh, it reminds me of the Division, the video game, but like the tutorial missions where it's just like an empty space, there's no threat. You, you just go around. Kind of like a carnival, but oh man, having fun. Oh, I didn't bring my hat with me. That's kind of annoying. So the it's gonna be a lot of empty space in this episode for some reason. Ignore the generator sounds. I had a fantastic day today with uh, all the bands and everything. There was some stuff though. It's just like you know, just annoyance. But, uh, that sorted itself out. I've seen, like, giant oil tanker type trucks for milk. Not trucks, like, uh, tanks. So, I don't know. What is, what's happened? Yesterday, actually, no, like, two days ago, the, uh, Connecticut officially legalized weed. Like it was, it was signed into law, and there was a delay. And it was like on July first, weed is legal, and like with all these stipulations and rules. But in terms of flour, it's pretty much fair game, unless you're growing, I guess. But still, there's no real way to uh, legally buy it, but you can just have it on you, which is still huge. You know. I'm by uh, spot A. I'm on, I've never been down here before. And there's like vendors. It's just the... Uh, I don't know. Did I just make a full circle? Maybe. You know what I'm going to do? Ignore the thumping. I think I want to... Uh, get a little tipsy to drunk tonight. Um... I brought a whole like one and three quarters liter of Captain Morgan rum, which I'm very excited about, but I didn't even crack it open yet. There's a guy just walked by who's been the staple of this whole thing. He's dressed like weed. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, oh yeah, I want to have some rum. It was my birthday yesterday, technically, the second. It was, uh, it was a really good birthday. That Almond Brothers thing, spectacular. And now I have something to chase. You know, that they didn't play Whipping Post because of time. But uh, I'll get my live Whipping Post one day. Post show. So we have to carry our wagons full of all of our shit up these slopes this is like chaos around here I don't know what's going on um, yeah I'm trying to fill in the, the gaps in the story 
for you guys. I don't know where I was just on though. Uh. Anyways, I'm high on a Delta ATHC Moon Rocks, which for those of you who don't know, is just like soaked in dab juice. And like covering key for something. Also, Thunderdome sounds lit right now. Doing Scarlet Begonias or something. Let me see how long this, this was. Oh man. Sorry to give you such a short episode. This will be like a lost episode like Sleepy Cabin did. Thanks for tuning in. I might catch you later. Maybe I'll just stitch this into one long mega peach episode but who knows thankfully i found a source long story short i couldn't get high after like four attempts from like four different sources uh it was so frustrating and then finally i just got this like essentially 34 percent uh pre-roll and two that I, I dropped and lost somewhere by accident which was annoying but this works for sure it's not even like a third of the way done so I'll definitely catch you guys like soon, but I, I, I thought it would be cool to make a, a field episode out there in the world where I uh, do the shit. Hopefully the sound design of, you know, circumstance. The free sound designer. So whatever the hell your mic picks up around you was entertaining. Alright, talk to you soon, guys. Yo, so this is like a part two of the uh, other podcast I recorded the first or second night. I figure this is the best time to record since, uh, you know, there's not music going on and stuff like that. It's uh, cloudy today. I feel like it's going to open up, though. Um, I mean, it's still, you know, there's plenty of sun to go around. I can see all the way down the mountain to uh, the rest of Scranton. Very exciting. So uh, I've been doing, I've been smoking a lot of Delta 8 recently. Oh, there's a massive spider on this tent. Um, the Delta 8 has been super, 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 um, I mean, it's just a lifesaver. You know, Delta 8, the moon rocks is just so fucking crazy. Strong is what I mean. Like, uh, I just had to take like, I don't know, an eighth of one, like a little more than that. And it got me gone for oyster head. And uh, it, it, all these joints like hold the charge, basically. They, uh, I don't know. They stay lit for a long time. There's a problem when you're pointing them out, but it's something I'm happy to deal with. I think I'm going to st stock up on Delta 8 Moon Rocks for the way home. Um, even though they might be smelly, I think it's uh, totally worth it, the fact that they're legal. Even New York, who like banned their production or something, or, or extraction... Possession is still legal, which is dope. Like, 
federally. I can just drive across straight line, state lines with it with no problem and no anxiety. I just need to think of where to put it. Um, there's like a police truck driving by right now, doing their thing. Yeah, some uh, Dan who is on the podcast and his girlfriend um, completely packed up everything in there. He went back to their car uh, so they wouldn't have to deal with it on the way out, which is a good idea, you know. But, you know, some of the stuff, uh, like, I, I don't know what I would put back, what I would bring back to the car. But like I was saying to them, I designed it, I planned it, so that I would only have to take one trip uh, to and from my car. That's how I want to do it. I'm really excited to not have to walk through the rain again. Uh, so how are you guys? How's your, uh, whenever it is that you're listening to this? Man, they put all their stuff on my chair. I want to chill, bro. It's not a holding area. Uh, so there are definitely rough spots during this whole festival of, uh, different intentions, I guess, during the day and like where people wanted to be misaligning occasionally. It worked out in the end, but I don't know. I'm chilling. I am chilling. So Dan was telling me that uh, I'll forever be able to flex on any fish fan because even though I've never seen a fish and no matter what shows I go to, I just saw Oysterhead, you know. Les Claypool and the drummer from the police and Trey Anastasio. And uh, some of it was kind of weird. Like not my thing and it was kind of droning on at one point, but for a lot of it though, Les Claypool's just bouncy bass is wacky. They did all their stuff plus a first tube, which I've never heard live before. I was sick. Today's gonna be a water park day because there's not a lot of people we really care about. Yeah. I see people getting onto the, the shuttle. I call it a tram because someone else called it a tram because the shuttle I consider to be the school bus at the bottom that will take me to my car. The tram is like separate entity it's, it's a shuttle and there's flags calling it the shuttle but man i'm excited for today i'm not high right now i just figured that this was the best time to sneak a, a little more pod in the pot pod sans pot yeah i have tweezers stuck in my head this morning Step into the freezer. I listened to a lot more fish this past year. Um, just through like, you know, days working DoorDash, I'm tired of listening to the Grateful Dead. I'm gonna take the opportunity to thank you guys for listening. Um, it's really cool that knowing that eventually some people, someone's gonna watch or listen or consume my content some way. 
It's really cool out here. I, I, some of it, like the feeling and the space, the atmosphere is so familiar at times, which I really like. Um, just like the way, like Sky Dog way, not necessarily that. Just like seeing the, the water again around the stages and having such good music and the bass is so clear in all the stages. It's perfect. You could hear uh, the mushroom stage from my tent because I'm pretty close to the actual venue itself on, on the campsite. Uh, you know what, I should get a, uh, I'm gonna text everyone to see what their situation is because I want to get a breakfast sandwich. Or I could just make a sandwich. I think I'm gonna do that instead. Cool, so another uh, mini episode that's probably gonna be strung together into one big one. Um, I don't even know how I'm gonna format the title of this. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. Man, I have a whole like 1.75 liter Captain Morgan that I was gonna break into, but I haven't even opened yet, so. I just don't want to get hung over for the drive home, but we'll figure something out. All right, Dan and his girlfriend are coming back. Peace. See you later. Dude, I literally feel like I'm in a uh, video game right now. Like an RPG where there's random side missions and just side characters that talk to you. But instead of a normal RPG with the side characters that are talking... The NPCs like don't actually affect you. These people are just like could I don't know give you a joint or whatever. Um, I found a quiet spot to podcast. I don't want to go too far deep because I think that's where the actual entrance is. So right here, there's really nothing except generators. So I, I basically finished the festival. All that's left now is to sleep over again and then pack up in the morning which is uh i was gonna say the least fun part but i'd say the least fun part is actually setting up and you know you didn't just accomplish a whole marathon of a festival and it really is if a marathon you're like exhausted every day you keep going uh features great there's a lot of just little stories and moments that have made it so uh, memorable. Yeah, I had a really fun time. I would definitely do this again. I feel the same exact way as the last time, except maybe more because I have people to go with now. Man, it was so fun. I really think that, uh, you know, we witnessed some history here because this is where, like, uh, this is where it's happening. The uh children of the almond brothers band original members and like these amazing guitarists all in the same room and you know the, the guitarists drummers keyboardists and then you have oysterhead which holy fuck how do you even describe oysterhead it got weird at, at points <laughs> apparently it's like the it's the first time that that band has existed since it made one album in the late 1990s. So like 20 years they've just been doing nothing. Doing separate things I should say.
because there's Trey Anastasio, Les Claypool. Oh, I still, I'm still not really sure who that is. And the drummer from the police. So. It's a weird mashup, and they make some weird music. But it was really cool, and definitely, like, they were the headliner. They were the number one, you know, name on every poster. So, I'm just kind of aimlessly wandering around as usual. I have a lot of weed left on me. I bought two Moon Rock stuff for uh, personal use later. And then there's two, like, really tiny joints left. Um, I don't know if I mentioned on this podcast, but I had a pack of two gram joints, which are massive. But I dropped them, so I, I only had uh, moon rocks to smoke from that night. But it's annoying, because if, if I didn't drop that, I would have exactly enough. Um, but maybe it's good to have more than exactly enough. Uh, it was good. Oh, today was water park day. Because there was like two or three hours, no, maybe even longer, four hours of just no no band that was interesting enough to want to, you know, f- find a seat, stay in a seat for. So we just like, it was, it was the first really sunny, good day of the whole four-day experience. So we hung out in the wave pool, the all the slides, we did everything. Everything, all the, all the attractions there except the ski lift, which is like $10 extra. So, maybe one day, but not today. Not this weekend. Oh, God, all this music. I'm going to get flagged for copyright. Even though it's incidental. Graphic. I don't know. A copyright claim or something. Anyways, there's a spot that I'm at right now where... A lady told me she had like 20 people coming as I was about to set up right there in this empty space. And basically, for those of you who don't know, Peach Festival, there's like a uh, free-for-all rule, I guess, where if there's an empty space and you want it, you got it. Like You can't claim any space without setting stuff up and uh, or having a good reason to, like Thunderdome. But, you know, it's, uh, it was annoying because I was walking around up, going uphill with a very, very heavy wagon. Um, and these people told me to basically take a hike. I was already doing that. (laughs) So, I did set up right next by, next door pretty much. Um, in terms of like area on the on the campsite, definitely not next door, next door, but close to the entrance. Uh, and I've been walking a lot. I probably walked close to like thirty miles <laughs> in the past uh, five days, and I'm still going uphill. Oh, I, I, I mentioned in my journal thing, but I ran into the weed guy. He's a dude who dresses up in like a ghillie suit, but it's something that he made himself, so it's not really a ghillie suit. 
they can survive the water and they can uh, breathe really easily. So I ran into him. We talked for a while, and he was one of the kind of guys where, you know, you, you maybe if you're socially awkward like I am, you would indicate that you are about to leave the conversation, and he just has no intention of like ending it, you know. But um, he, like he, he can hold the conversation very relaxed, like he's not in a rush to be anywhere, which is good. I appreciated that. I, I was suggested to interview him for the podcast, but I didn't want to take up too much of his time. There was weird sound all around. Not ideal. I have no idea where I am right now. I know how I would be able to get back to my tent, but I don't know how this relates to the rest of the grid. Huh. I was, it's kind of a bummer that the ski lift was extra because... I was looking forward to riding it this year. I had an opportunity to, but it was not to be. My mission right now, especially for Dead & Company tour, is to get patches for my jacket. I was considering getting pins because there's so many cooler pins that I found today and yesterday than I found any patches. I actually found zero patches, except for like these kind of crappy handmade ones I didn't have like really colorful intricate designs on them um, they're just like text but my goal is to get patches pins are too heavy basically patches are just like fabric <sighs> but I officially um, ran out of space or storage or Neither of those are the right words. Charge, I should say. On my portable charger, that's a solar. Has a solar panel on it. That thing has lasted me the whole festival. It gave out immediately as a. It wasn't need any, needed anymore, but you know it was tough. I had to like consciously try to charge it while I wasn't using it. And thankfully, I had a clear backpack, so I was able to do some. You know, I was able to help it from dying too soon and it worked perfectly I have a bunch of extra ones but also my mom gave me like a two, 240,000 kilowatt hour or something crazy um, portable charger that was perfect for uh, when I was sleeping and using uh, brown noise to drown out the Thunderdome without worrying about draining the battery and then missing my alarm not that I ever used my alarm this whole time. I always woke up three hours before I wanted to to get like a real nine, eight or seven hour sleep. Yeah, th this festival is by no means perfect, um, but I think it's such a long period of time that it's kind of unreasonable to expect. I kind of mumbled that word, but unreasonable to expect that uh, anything could be perfect you know for that long but it was it was i think as good as it could be with with the the knowledge and expertise and sort of problem solving that i have i'm glad i got to document this peach festival it's uh it's a really important thing to me and i feel like so many little moments get lost unless you write them down 
and there are so many moments you know you don't realize I, I'm, I'm thinking now like how much I it just got lost to history um, my first time I was here but I don't think I did nearly an, as much I just kind of like hovered around the stages and then just bounced between them I didn't stop to have different kinds of food maybe I did but I, de I definitely didn't uh, do the whole water park I did like a little of the wave pool and the lazy river for like one loop that was it this time we did like three loops two different times and that took a while oh my god there's something called the duck races that was happening they kept advertising it on the the trails between campgrounds they were like using this very long traffic cone just to say like the duck race is at two on sunday in the lazy river so I was sitting in a chair, like a sunbathing chair, with Dan and his girlfriend. And I saw these people, like, freaking out. And this guy with the megaphone, freaking out in a good way, like, excited, following something. So, like, oh, what's ha is this the duck race? And then uh, it turned out to, I, it looked like two, like, people in the floaties going down the lazy river racing but then later i saw a bunch of just rubber ducks floating down uh weaving between all the congested traffic in the lazy river of all all different sorts of styles these ducks wearing like clothes and like robin hood-esque or whatever else different colors I don't know how they determined who won and what they did with the duck that won, but it was fun. I was telling everyone else that uh, it felt like a dream and that parts of this festival feel like a dream where it's like, this can't be real. This is so absurd. There has to be some sort of catch here. Yeah, I think this was a good strategy to make this into one mega episode. Because now I feel like I have some time, but I don't really have the sort of pressure to make 40 minutes out of this when I already recorded 20. So I feel pretty good. I also didn't really smoke the smoke anything that was designated for right now because I uh, I've ended up using a lot less than expected like half a joint at a time no matter what the size so pretty weird the joints I had today everything was Delta 8 today I think mostly yesterday was the same thing Delta 8's a lifesaver the fact that it's federally legal you just walk into the venue with it because like the people don't care enough to like enforce technicalities and it's in the official looking package so it's not some random thing but uh Delta 8's cool. I, like I said, I got two Moon Rocks things, which again is covered in keef. It's a joint. And the, the flower is soaked in resin, I guess. So it's just like, it's effectively 32% THC or something crazy like that. And flower is usually like, in my experience, 12 to 14 um, or, or less. But I don't know. I see, I see on the package that this whatever every joint is like less than one percent thc so 
maybe it's just the, all the stuff around the flower that is I don't know I don't know how they get away with it but I'm not really complaining I'm walking down a hallway ish made of trees and tents with the uh, Christmas lights decoration that are all like you know tungsten I guess like orange light strung through and it's just one single thing keeping everything lit incidental music I can't control what I walk through Mr. Lawyer Ms. Lawyer there's an inflatable pizza slice I'm walking by it's gonna be fun to listen back to yeah peaches like like I don't know if I said it here yet or to my girlfriend or who but peach festival is a life event it's such a long period of time and there's so much that happens and you feel every emotion you know if you're doing it right or just you know how the way things are you just get so exhausted so uh upset sometimes or frustrated and then like the highs are so high especially with the music it's just like oh and oh my god another thing is that i found like it's hard for me to dance to music really even with like the grateful dead or phil lesh and friends or uh melvin seals with the jerry garcia band i feel like dancing is kind of a chore um i have to consciously think about um and like even the first day of the festival someone was coaching me on how to dance like using my arms and stuff and it's just like it's had happened before and I feel like uh, you know most of the time I'm putting my hands in my pockets and but then towards the later days of the festival even just the second day onward some of the bands like Pigeons playing ping pong and uh, you know their Allen Brothers revival stuff with my my new superhero guitarist um, Drew, I'm trying to think of his name, Drew Smithers. I have to go through like a bunch of different like phonetic devices to try to get to his actual name. I think of uh, I don't even know how I get Drew, but I think of Sm Smitty. <laughs> when I think of Smithers, I have to go from Smitty to Smithers, and some it takes a while sometimes. But he was great. Like, <laughs> I said he looked like Killian Murphy from Peaky Blinders and Inception and a bunch of other stuff. But um, he does. Look, he looks like a long-haired Killian Murphy. So Dan was saying that he, <laughs> every time he was referring to him, he referred to him as Chillian Murphy. And oh my god, I, I that was that was probably my favorite inside joke of the whole thing because he was so good. And uh, we didn't know his name until the very last day, so I thought it was funny. They did a, a partial uh, Eat a Peach album recreation to start the last day, which was wild. Any sort of All My Brothers stuff during the day is, is the vibe. And as the sun was going down, there's a lot of smoke from their, their smoke machines going on, mainly. And uh, the, inter the sign language interpreter was dancing and uh, signing and the light was streaming through behind her and the smoke and rain maybe at some point earlier in the week but especially today with the sunset it was just gorgeous so i took a bunch of videos and i'm excited to just have them stored away um 
I'm definitely more of a documentarian type of uh, approach to big events like this. Some people, like, there's a photographer I met, Bolt of Sunshine on Instagram, who uh, saying that he didn't want to take many pictures or videos, mainly pictures, um, the first few days of Peach because he wanted to just absorb it. But I, I, I kind of, I had the opposite approach where I'm just like, I want to record a little bit of everything so that I can piece everything together better, especially like the really random moments. Because I'm not going to remember most of everything that happened. But with pictures and video, it gives evidence to these really wacky things, like the duck races. Um, I'd love to uh, string together like an edit of the highlights of Peach Festival without any faces or names or stuff like that. Just like the really specific stuff. Um, without even like copyright infringement because I could just show the the stuff outside of the shows and stages I don't even know where to go I think I'm going to walk up I, I haven't walked up the mountain yet and uh, I'm feeling adventurous today considering it's the last day and uh, hopefully it's not another two years before this happens again it's like a, only one year for me that I've only had this gap between festivals because these the only two festivals I've ever been to, both of the Peach consecutive times, but because uh, of COVID, there's the year lost. So now I have to wait half the time that I'm used to. It's gonna feel like nothing. Because I know a year is just like really no time at all if you're thinking in the long term. Chilean Murphy, Chilean Murphy. I think his last name is Murphy, unless I'm for some reason putting Murphy in when it doesn't, it's not supposed to be. This tent has like a porch with a bug screen. And it's big too. Probably for a family of four or something. Doesn't look too hard to set up either, just like there's a canopy involved that's part of the tent. I don't even know. Huh. This hill is <laughs> definitely annoying. I think like even just by seven o'clock today, I checked. I walked like four point seven miles, and uh, that's definitely doubled by this point. I had a really fun time with Dan and his girlfriend, and I'm definitely in intentionally keeping her name private because I try to err on the side of caution with that sort of stuff on this podcast. A lot of people have asked me, or I don't, maybe not a lot, but. In terms of percentage, a lot have asked me to do something about their um, names or anything like that to censor and protect themselves. And I totally get that. I've, I've asked that of people too. Because no one wants to be associated with drugs if, like, you're going into something businessy or, you know, your family isn't into it. Which. That's another thing. If we're talking about family and weed, my family, anytime there's a family like holiday gathering, we always tend to, uh, or my grandparents, I should say, invite over this priest that I won't say his actual name, but uh, the joke is that he's called Father Macaroni 
because that's a very similar name to his actual one. So anyway, Father Macaroni today at the 4th of July dinner or whatever that my grandparents had, which my family all went to, he said that he's uh, been trying marijuana gummies and that he's had a really good time with them. And my parents and my grandparents are very conservative with that kind of stuff. So I wish I was, I don't know if I wish I was there to experience that, but that's that was pretty substantial, you know. He's always been the really progressive, kind of like random, out of left field kind of guy. Cause uh, I remember in 2016, he was talking about voting for Bernie Sanders. And that was kind of a wild one considering that everyone in my family considered Bernie to be a socialist, like a straight up one, communist, I guess. Huh. The hill keeps going. So yeah, this priest is a chill. And I keep forgetting it's literally three days, I guess four days after the legalization of marijuana in Connecticut. So there's been some time for stuff to shift around and the effects to be known or, you know, very minor things like that where family, friends of family and stuff like that become super cool with it. Because the laws behind them, which after, you know, this Delta 8 stuff, I feel like on top of the world right now, smoking all this legally, buying it, moving it around, not worried about getting caught with it, being able to drive it tomorrow. That's huge for me, especially considering that not very long ago, I was struggling to even find weed. Huh. I'm really happy about this episode <laughs> of the podcast. I feel like I've covered a lot of good ground and I covered like a journalist would cover a very good, uh, you know, event in my life. Also, this camping site looks like it sucks. You can only get here by walking uphill. It's definitely super quiet out here. But it's nice to see the stars. Yeah, my girlfriend and I want to go camping soon. And she's good about pushing us to do stuff that we set out to do with them. Take a while to actually do. Um, which is good. Sometimes I'm in that role, but for this she is. She's kind of been so preoccupied, but seeing the lovely lights of Scranton and probably like some sort of towers or solar or wind farms or I don't even know. Blinking red lights. It's like that scene in E.T. where the guy with the flashlight um, is walking down that hill into the suburbs and you see that whole area. I've had that kind of view multiple, uh, I shouldn't say multiple, more than once now, a few times. Right now it's kind of that, but I remember somewhere in Colorado being exactly that and just being so like surreal. Man, I love traveling. So all these sites are just there to be seen. You just gotta go out 
and coordinate and you know pay for everything which another thing if you guys in the future are interested in doing peach festival or any other festival for that matter definitely think about putting aside money for food and stuff because paying for food instead of cooking it it's so much easier when you're like bouncing between shows and you don't want to go back to your tent because every time i had to go back to my tent for something unnecessary it was just like you know a slog and it takes away time from everything um i mean the camp site itself is pretty cool and popping but i don't think enough to justify being there too often the, the stages are where it's at for sure but back to the other point about dancing. I was dancing my ass off for so many different bands. It's just something about, I don't know, hearing the bass so well with the speakers that they have and like just the the way the drums interacted with everything this whole weekend. It was so like, it was just so bouncy. And, I, and eventually I just got full-blown dancing with no worries about like what to do i was just i was mainly like go, leading with my arms and like miming a guy playing the drums or i was particularly captivated by the drummers and that's another thing they played like there are a lot of bands with two drummers doom flamingo you guys should look that up it's a band that i saw that the lead singer just goes crazy on stage and just like lies on the ground not the ground with the stage and they just have they sound really good um they did a, a touch of gray cover i thought it was way too slow and just in general i've heard it before um i think uh i i'm glad it exists because you know it's really good to have that sort of original variety in music but uh i didn't particularly at the, i mean at the end of the song the last two like repeats of the chorus they sounded just fine they brought it way up tempo and it sounded sick actually but you know i was not on stage i understand this however it made me it inspired me to go back and like work on my own sort of music and try to yes and to the music sort of uh, continuum <laughs> how is that for a sentence the savior of writing I think it was the last five years but I could be wrong so yeah I'm kind of I'm astounded that the music ended so early. It ended at 10. Now it's like a, a 1.30. Which means that I have about half an hour before I sh should consider going to bed. But that's a good amount of time. To be honest, I think I'm pretty sober right now. I'm just kind of like tired and high off of the whole experience. I haven't, um, I haven't smoked in over an hour. But, you know, I just wanted to update and finish this whole uh, series, I guess, off that will later be compounded into one mega episode. I Part of me also was thinking that um, I, 
I regretted the fact that I didn't really record any podcasts in Colorado. Because, like, again, when you're podcasting, this stuff pops up into your mind. And then, you know, if you don't say it or record it, it just gets lost. So it's nice to have a record of that just that I can accidentally rediscover again and I can uh, share with other people because a lot of the stuff gives me so much joy. Even just talking about the not really happy stuff is really uh, cathartic and I'm so relatable to all you guys. Uh, the moody blues hour. Not the band, the, uh, the literal. I think I was on cue the last time I was here. I picked a really shitty spot and I was like on the slope. Man, it was I, I, this year was such an improvement on the first one. I'm really happy about that. Again, it wasn't perfect because you know some of the stuff would just you couldn't prepare for things you didn't know about. Like to be honest, I probably could have gotten away with bringing weed here, but and I don't know if that would have made it better. Might have made it. You know, it would have made it cheaper, but I would have been anxious probably. I would have had a different mindset about weed, but then again, the first two days I would have actually been high. I forgot if I mentioned this podcast or not, but multiple attempts of getting high didn't work. And it was getting to the point where, like, I wasn't really, at first going into the festival, I didn't really care if I was stoned at all. Like, I just, I just wanted to, I was excited to be, the, to see the music in general and just be sober or whatever else even like the mushroom thing or the whatever else um cut this out later but just for me i uh never actually got the mushrooms i was thinking of getting a gram or less but probably a gram um for today or the day before actually just so i have a recovery day and I just never ran into the guy. I didn't really have enough of an urge to cross the line to actually do it. But you know what? I think um, there's plenty. There's a time and place for that. And uh, Dan told me that something about the pool party that made me sort of, you know, ease off and think that there will be another time and place for such things. So where do you guys think I should go? And at the top of the hill for the camping, probably bothering the people trying to sleep. It's going to be noisy everywhere else, but maybe that's good for podcast. That's good for just living and not necessarily podcasting. Um, if every if the other two episodes were 20 minutes total and this was 35, this is a decent, like, almost an hour podcast. So I might return to this, but I might not. And if I don't, happy peach, everybody. I'm probably going to do another joint. And then considering my earlier statement about how I have a bunch of weed left, I'm going to smoke again. Um, Thunderdome kind of makes me, like, anxious. And, like, I want to play so badly on a stringed instrument, but I don't think it's going to happen. It's way too packed. I, sh I, I missed my chance. I had the opportunity to grab the bass, but the keyboardist grabbed it and left the keyboard open, and I wasn't really into that. I'm not really a keyboard player, though I, I want to be one day, I guess. 
because uh, I think just improving and not really knowing any scales, I can do really good lead stuff by guessing where notes are based on how they sound and expecting which note or interval to come next. But uh, yeah, Dan introduced me to someone um, as a musician, or he's like, he's just talking about us in general, either to me or to someone else, saying that we're two musicians. I thought that was really cool and validating. Not that I ever like expected or like considered that I was deficient in some sort of way in my thinking of how much of a musician I am, but that definitely made me, it enabled, the label was nice because I think I've definitely earned it. Um, and just the fact that it, it can be so intuitive for me, I feel like another thing is some people just never get into music or they're not really music people. Um, so it's nice to be in the club, you know, as anything is. Oh, the night sky is gorgeous. Peach Fest is here. It won't be for very much longer. And I have a very, very, very exciting summer ahead. So I haven't recorded many podcasts recently, I've realized, but that's going to change for sure. I'm in new random situations outside of my house. That'll, you know, now that everything's legal, I can partake a lot easier and uh, come back to you guys. So I'm excited to see where the future takes everyone. See you guys. And, uh, who knows when this will come out, but um, it's always good to be able to vent and extend outros for really long, just like any good jam band. And on that note, I'll end on a uh, a goal, I guess, which is I think I would love to play at a festival like this, I guess. Um, this is probably like the cream of the crop in terms of festivals, but... It'd just be cool to play anywhere where there's, you know, quote-unquote legit, quote-unquote real musicians. Like the, the really popular ones who are talented and popular for a reason. Um, if not, just to, just to open the show, like a 12 p.m. spot where not a lot of people are there, but you just gain new followers or new fans. I feel like that'd be cool. Um, also, I did poop at Peach Festival. Again, I don't know if this is a repeat statement, but I used the porta potty and it was successful. I'm very happy about that. But uh, I'm glad I only had to really do it once because holy shit, holy shit, that was a hiccup. I'd, oh yeah, I had two shots of Captain Morgan rum with Coke. Someone stole my other Coke can, so I couldn't really go forward with that, but I'm kind of glad because it was making me tired. Um, I'm just going to stick to weed and walking around. <laughs> I don't want to go, guys. Can you tell? Um, I'm going to see Phil Lesh in December. I'm seeing Melvin Seals twice this year. Once at the Capitol, which is going to be amazing. I'm going to have general admission way up front. And I'm going to show up really early like I usually do and probably get a rail or a second row. So that's really exciting. Thanks for sticking with me and... Uh, being a part of the podcast's evolution. I don't know what part of the podcast that you caught on to, but hope you uh, cling on for dear life. Bye, y'all. Happy peach.
I'm excited for the next one. Later. Hello. Thanks for listening to the podcast. You can find me at Patrick's Green Tea on Patreon, Discord, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, and Bandcamp, Patrick's Green Tea Podcast on Instagram, and Patrick Green Tea without an S on Twitter. If you donate at least $5 a month on Patreon, you'll get exclusive access to the Drunk Patrick Chronicles. The show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Supplemental materials like photos and texts are available on our website, patrickscreentea.com. You can join our subreddit at r slash patrickscreentea. You can make comments on YouTube and on the website, and you can contact me directly at patrickscreentea at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review of the show on your favorite podcasting platform. It really helps us out. Thank you so much and have a lovely day.